about you, but I am paying attention, especially right now, to my immune system and my family's immune system. If you are like me, Ashley, I know you're going to chime in here in just a minute, but I am like checking off all the boxes, vitamins, water, exercise, my favorite Pilates program <laughs> that you know I love, <laughs> probiotics, and even prebiotics. So, but you might be missing one thing, fermented foods, which a lot of us don't know too much about fermented foods. So I'm excited. Actually, is going to really chime in a lot here during this podcast and tell you more about fermented foods. But why? Why fermented foods? They are important to your gut health and your digestion. As an esthetician, I'm a believer, really big believer of, you know, get that gut in check to have healthy skin. It's so important. That's actually one of the first things I do in my evaluations with clients. I say, what are you doing with your diet? We have got to really have that internal check first to see what's going on because it will all come out through your largest organ of your body, which is your skin. So a good immune system, it has a lot to do with your gut. Most of us use antibiotics when we get sick, eat processed foods, drink too much coffee, hand raising here. <laughs> although, although I don't drink too much coffee, I drink one cup a day. So I really think that's too much. But every now and then I will splurge and have a coffee in the middle of the day. But if you go out to eat or drink alcohol, you know, we all do it. But it can cause imbalances in our gut. That's where we need to help our body out. And fermented foods are a great way to do this and boost our immune system. So I'm really super excited. Ashley, you're going to show, you know, tell us about the benefits. And you've been working really hard with dealing with fermented foods, particularly lately, because you've had your own personal gut issues. And I'm so excited to for you to share with the audience everything you've learned, the benefits and breaking all this stuff down and examples. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. So I've been having some digestive issues. And when I hear that, people are like, oh, you know, digestive issues. But sometimes it can really be painful. It can be a really sore stomach or you can have lots of gas, lots of burping, lots, you know, a bloated, just really bloated. And those are all ways that your body is trying to tell you, help, something's wrong, something's off. And what fermented foods do is it gives your body a chance to get back into balance. And the way it does this, the benefits of fermented foods, which in a second, I'll go over what they are that I'm talking about. But fermented foods are important because they create a protective lining in your intestines that helps protect you from harmful bacteria. So we're all seen on the news, you know, occasionally, oh, you know, the spinach got E. coli or salmonella breakout and stuff like that. It helps protect, you know, your body from instances like that. Also, really importantly, it helps fermented foods. They help break down your food for digestion. And that's important because your body, you can eat all the healthy stuff you want, but if your body's not absorbing the nutrition from your food, it doesn't matter. So it helps your body to be able to absorb those nutrients. They also provide you with vitamins and probiotics. And I know that you're like, probiotics, I hear about probiotics, but what exactly are probiotics? Really simple. Probiotics is just a fancy way of saying healthy bacteria. 
and we all need the good bacteria, aka probiotics, to fight the bad bacteria because the bad bacteria is what causes the infections and the inflammations. Yeah, we know, oh my gosh, inflammation in the skin. I just see that all the time. So yes, it also helps reduce early signs of aging by helping your skin cells turn, which is so important. So what that means, your skin will be brighter. It'll even out your skin tone by being high in antioxidants. Well, then it'll reduce that inflammation and the diseases of the skin like acne. And boy, acne is so hard to treat. So that's why it's so important to just deal with that healthy gut. So actually, when you say fermented foods, I will admit it's like this big word and you're like, what in the world is a fermented food? Is it supposed to say it on the label in the grocery store? What are some examples of fermented food? Let's share with people what examples of fermented food are. Sure. Great questions. So I've got about, you know, a list here of fermented foods I love. The first one, some of you may have heard about it, some others may have not, it's kombucha. And for those of you that don't know what kombucha is, it's a sparkling beverage that comes in so many flavors that actually went to Earth yesterday. And my favorite one is Lavender Love. Oh my goodness, I love to put this in a fancy glass and fill it up. It just is delicious. But they have so many different flavors. Think lavender, watermelon, pineapple, strawberry. I even got a turmeric one. And it's so popular that they come out with new flavors monthly. But one part of kombucha, it has tea in it, so it's going to contain some caffeine. So I really like to drink, I usually try to drink a half a bottle of kombucha a day. And I find it, it's just the perfect drink for a pick-me-up. And for those of you that have never tasted kombucha, it's kind of like a tart sparkling drink. And some people have told me it took them a little bit of time to get used to it. For me, I instantly loved it, like the minute I drank it. I want to insert something. Man, I wish I could drink kombucha. I'm really bummed about that. I just have a, there's something with, with my personal body, there's just an enzyme that doesn't break it down. And so I feel actually, I just feel a little wonky. Same thing with alcohol. You know, I can't drink alcohol. It just makes me feel just off a little bit. So those who have that, I'm in the rare instance, but man, when I did drink it, it was so yummy. And I felt like such a treat during the day. It was so good. And oh, the flavors that they have are so good. I bet they have some fall flavors out there right now too. I'm sure. They do. They have Pink Lady Apple, which is really delicious. And then they've got the, I think I'm saying it right, the Tantric, Tantric, turmeric so it's got that orange color mm-hmm. i actually got a big bottle of the turmeric so it makes me feel like i'm drinking a fall drink actually you used to make your own kombucha oh i did it was a whole process it was a science project like i would Lindsay would come over she, she'd be scared of it had the mother in it which is the source of the bacteria and Lindsay's like it was crazy looking you're a little crazy ashley and, <laughs> but you know I just couldn't keep up with it because life happens. And so anyways, moving on. Yeah, it was a process. It was a process. And that was a hilarious one. I wish. And when I finally like, well, got rid of it, the mother, which is the bacteria source was like as big as my head. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, 
My point is that that was years ago. You have had this in your life for a long time now. So you like really know your kombucha stuff. I mean, you've researched so much. Yes. I started it before the craze. Like I've been doing it for like 15 years. Yeah. So, which is great that now it's because when I first started drinking kombucha, I remember going to the, you know, my doctor and he was like, what's that? You know, so anyways, the next thing that I would like to talk to you about is another option of fermented foods are yogurt. You know, the non-flavored yogurts are fantastic because you don't want to have anything flavored because they're usually flavored with artificial flavors. And that's going to be, you know, a chemical or something that's, you know, weird. Greek yogurts that are plain Greek yogurts are fantastic, but I have issues with dairy with cows. Okay. But yet I can do buffalo mozzarella that's mozzarella from a buffalo and then I can do goat yogurt or sheep milk for some reason that doesn't affect me so I use goat yogurt or I'll do coconut yogurt those still have the bacteria in them and that's where the yogurt's being established as a fermented food is because it's got those all those probiotics in there and then what you can do is instead of getting the you know all the different flavors one get the plain top it with your own berries granola maple syrup or honey, right? Maple syrup and honey. Those are great ones because it sweetens up your yogurt, but it's also sweetening them with vitamins and minerals. So that's why I love to, you know, use maple syrup or honey. Well, Monday through Friday, I have a yogurt pretty much every day. And yeah, I use honey to sweeten it up. It's just my thing. And I know it's so good. Like it's high in antioxidants. It's really good. And they even have a special type of honey called Manuka honey. That's M-A-N-U-K-A, which is like, it's the golden honey of all honeys. And that is the highest in antioxidants. And I took a trip to Costco and I treated myself. Now, when I say it's expensive, it is expensive. It's $30 for a little thing of honey. But I wanted to, I'm trying to get my body back in balance. And that's one of the things that you can help is Manuka honey. So I've been using that in my, you know, snacks and even in my teas. So just a little something out there. That would be, oh yeah. I love honey and granola in my yogurt. It's just this delicious snacks. But I will say, Ashley, you made a delicious apple pumpkin pie bowl recipe, which is using the yogurt that you talked about in our last episode. If you haven't checked that out, go listen to that one and look into the show notes and you give your entire recipe. It is such a perfect also fall cozy afternoon snack recipe and it's going to be good for you as well. So just good job. It's so delicious. That is just a sample of what's going to be in our Real Beauty membership. Ashley is going to be making healthy, anti-inflammatory beauty drinks and beauty snacks that align with beauty from, you know, getting everything checked from the inside out. So go check that episode out. I just wanted to insert that because it was so fall-themed focus. Ashley just did a really good job on that. And it makes you get excited for your afternoon snack if you need one, along with that tea. I just think, ooh, pair that tea with that yogurt recipe. And ooh, you just got this fun fall, you know, experience waiting for you. And if you work during the day, you could still make it and take it to work. Be like, ooh, here comes my fall treat. (laughs) My afternoon fall treat. Just wanted to throw that in. So what else do we got? 
Absolutely. I try to do the drinks and the snacks is something that is extremely easy to make and doesn't require a lot of effort, but yet is fun is going to be, you know, healing your skin on the outside as well as healing your body on the inside. The next thing that I want to talk about is another fermented option and it's sauerkraut. Now, I do want to say, by the way, for the sauerkraut, I want to make sure that it's on your sauerkraut that it says fermented. Okay, you need to, they're usually going to be found in the refrigerated section. And I would like to note that if you have a sensitive stomach and you're new to fermented foods, start out with one tablespoon and then work your way up to a healthy side portion, which would be like, you know, three tablespoons, but begin with one tablespoon and add it to, you know, your lunch or your dinner, whatever fits. And if you haven't tasted sauerkraut, it's going to be tangy. That's the kind of adjective I like to work for. I have a question. Could you put a little bit of honey on it? Or I wonder if that would, how that would taste. Yeah. Really? Okay. Just a little drizzle. And then, <laughs> oh, but you do you. You do your little drizzle of honey over sauerkraut. I would like to tell everybody listening, that is not an Ashley beauty snack. I would never do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to, you know how I like my sweets. And then second of all, are you putting that with, like, what are you normally doing that? Are you doing that with every, are you doing that lunch and dinner or just one meal a day? Good question. So what I usually do is sauerkraut really pairs well for me with a salad. So for example, yesterday I made a Caesar salad. So I put a side of the sauerkraut with it, or I will choose one of my other fermented foods to put on it as well. And then also sauerkraut would go really good for a cozy meal. Think of a sauerkraut as like a little salad. Just think of it like that. I like that. Yeah, just think of it as that. But I usually like to eat it with my salads because it's cold. Sauerkraut's cold. The fermented ones are. And my salad's cold. And I like how you gave a measurement of it because I'm a very visual person. And honestly, I don't love the taste of sauerkraut. But if you talk to me about this is going to help your gut, it's kind of to me, I look at it like an extra vitamin or something. Yes. And I think, okay, she told me to do one tablespoon, have it with my salad. I see it as a vitamin on my plate and I can do one tablespoon. Yes. And if you don't like the taste, you know, there's other options, which I'm about to let you know of, but it's, you know, eat it first. I mean, you know, get it over with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you like a spicier version, you can try kimchi. That's a lot like sauerkraut, except for it's spicy. And that's a great way to add as a side item as well. Another thing that you can do is before when I was talking about yogurt, there's another similar, you know, cousin to it. It's kefir, K-E-F-I-R. And that tastes like a really sour yogurt. I always get the plain, as I mentioned before. And what I use kefir for is I will use it to make, to use it in a smoothie because it really hides the taste well in a smoothie. That's going to be really sour. But again, the benefits are fantastic. Now, Probably one that one of my favorites are pickles. However, you have to make sure that the pickles say fermented. Okay, not all pickles are fermented. So don't just think, oh, I'm eating a pickle. No, it's got to say fermented. And again, this is probably going to be in one of your specialty health stores. So look for that. Like Whole Foods, Earth Fair, something like that. Yeah, like Whole Foods, Earth Fair. Something like that. You know, things, stores like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would probably pick up a pickle first so I could have a pickle instead of sauerkraut. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Make sure it says fermented on the jar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably do that. And yeah, so that's really cool. I did not know about that with the pickles that it needs to say fermented. So that's a really great tip. That's really cool. Good. And then the another thing is something called tempa. Now this is made out and this again, you can actually find this in your grocery store. It's going to be in the refrigerated section. Probably look at it near the kombucha or the tofu, things like that. But it's called tempa. It is made out of fermented soybeans. So that's where you're going to get the fermented aspect of it. And it also has a lot of protein. So I like to put this in my salads or make it as a sandwich with some avocados and veggies. And the tempa has an earthy, nutty flavor to it. Yeah, I do like tempa. I will say just for some of us, for me, so you know this, I struggle with endometriosis. So I just have to watch my intake of soy. I try to stay away from that. So I just wanted to answer that. So if you do have endometriosis, just watch your soy intake. For those who don't, this is a great alternative. Good point. The next thing that I would like to mention is apple cider vinegar. And on the bottle, it needs to say with the mother. So again, I'm going to repeat that. Apple cider vinegar with the mother. And you don't refrigerate it. You leave it out on your counter. Just, you know, keep it away from heat. I like to drink a tablespoon or two tablespoons. I'll put that in a glass of water and I will drink that before I eat a meal. Number one, it helps with if you have low stomach acid, which, you know, even if you don't, it's not going to hurt, but it's just, it'll help you digest your food. And the reason why you don't want to just drink it straight and you want to dilute it in a glass of water is because the vinegar is really strong and it can erodes your enamel, and it can be harsh on your throat if you drink it straight. So that's why I always dilute it in water. That's a great tip. Yeah, I get for your teeth. So I know that the verdict is, or jury is still out, but I did see in the health store that they now have apple cider vinegar gummies. Maybe they have had those for a while, but I just noticed them. They looked interesting, but you know, we haven't done too much research about them. But My point is, it's neat to see that there's different forms coming out, like they are working on it. And we don't know if those are still effective as the pure form. So right now, we're just doing the pure form of that. But maybe down the road, we kind of research that a little bit and see what's going on with the gummies. Yes, absolutely. Now, my favorite fermented food is real sourdough bread. Now, this is going to be a little tricky. And when I say real sourdough bread... It's not where you are going to your grocery store and just picking up a loaf that's on the shelf or going to your favorite restaurant. You know, some of them, you know, the little fast food places will say put on sourdough bread. No, you got to bring your reading glasses and you've got to read the list of ingredients because most sourdough breads at the store are fake. Okay, it's got it should not contain yeast. It should contain some sort of a cultured starter and only a handful of ingredients. It should have no sweetener, and the dough has got to be fermented before baking. So for me, I found a company near me called the Great Harvest Bread Company, and they serve a rustic sourdough bread. If you want to buy local, go to your local farmer's market or an artisanal bakery. Or honestly, another option is you can make it yourself. I'm actually in the process of making it myself because I wanted to test it out. I'm making the starter, which was so easy to make. And you just leave it on the counter for like five days and then you can make homemade sourdough bread. However, I was actually just in the mountains last weekend for apple picking, as we talked about. 
And up there, they had an artisanal bakery, and I bought two loaves of their fermented, you know, they don't call it fermented sourdough bread, but it was their sourdough bread that they made from scratch. And I will tell you something. It is so fantastic. It is delicious. It, you don't have to get used to that fermented food. It is just delicious. And they also do have online options. So if you're like, Ash, I am not baking that. Number one. Number two, I do not have an artisanal bakery around me. Where can I do it? Just go online and just do a search on fermented sourdough bread and you'll find a company out there that makes it and I want to interject, you can also find a starter kit for if you're gluten-free like I am, you can also honestly just search for a gluten-free sourdough. So markets like Thrive Market, that's a great market that has a lot of gluten-free options. So if that bothers you as well. But make sure that it's fermented, you know, because you got to be careful. Yes, they have that too. I do want to say one last thing is that you really need to go slow on all of this. After listening to this podcast, you might be inspired to you know, go to the store and you know get some pickles and some sauerkraut and order the online fermented bread and all that stuff. I want to say, go slow. Begin by choosing one of the fermented items that I just mentioned above and adding it to one meal. The reason why is you want your body to adjust slowly to all of that good bacteria because otherwise it's if you eat too much of it too quickly it may cause you to bloat you know have some bloating and some gas and so that's why it's go slow pick the one that's easiest for you to incorporate into your life and then gradually just you know try it try the different ones but go slow and then second lastly <laughs> I love to read and I want to leave you with a quote, and this is from Thomas Edison. And he said, the doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will instruct his patients in care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. And that is my wish for all of you, that we will heal ourselves with our body, taking care of ourselves through proper nourishment exercise and taking care of our skin, both on the inside and the out. Yes, I love that. That is so good. This show has been so packed with value. I hope this was just something that you were kind of searching for in your life. And now you know, why do you, should you add fermented foods in your life? What do they do? What are the benefits? They help you with your skin and your glow also examples of fermented foods to get kombucha, yogurt, sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, pickles, tempa, apple cider vinegar, and real sourdough bread. Oh, all these awesome options. So I'm so glad that you guys have a little inside scoop on that. And just remember, we are working, Ashley and I are working so hard behind the scenes and creating our new beauty membership for you. It is called realbeautymember.com. So we are so excited to share that with you. Stay tuned each week. Find out what we are doing for you. Well, actually, each week. <laughs> so thanks for listening. And until next time. 